I'm worried that Sean and I are going to have the same job title. This is why I'm like thinking here. Um, how many words is your job title? Two. Then we don't have the same job title. <laughs> Mine is infinitely more complicated. <laughs> your feeble mind cannot comprehend the amount of words in my job title. Two words? Two? <laughs> oh. It's nothing. Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Dundermip Then the people versus paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, the most forgettable, <laughs> the most forgettable man in the known world, Sean Roney. I'm Edwin James Empanada Guy, and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. The only premature baby in this room is the baby this baby ate. <laughs> well, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we're talking about the episode Jury Duty from Season 8, and then we'll head to the conference room for the results of our Halloween costume contest. Uh, before we get into all that, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? couple things. couple things out there to the listeners. Uh, Patreon.com is a website, and on that website you'll find our website for patreon.com slash Michael Scott, where you can join our club or scotts.club for $5 a month. <laughs> Edwin's laughing. I'll uh, tell you why later. Okay, great. Uh, uh, as a part of this, as a part of this Scott's Tots program, you get exclusive access to our exclusive monthly mailbag episodes, which we just, we just posted a, a spooky Halloween edition. Uh, we hang out for a couple hours, answer all your questions. Uh, you also get uh, ad-free episodes. Get those pesky ads out of here. It's exclusive to you get access to some exclusive Discord channels. By the way, join our Discord. Uh, it's stronger than ever in there. And I gotta, I gotta tease this for those of you who might skip past the section of me talking about <laughs> the virtues of joining <laughs> Patreon. Uh, we're gonna be dropping today. So the ep this episode comes out. I'm posting this after we record now. And alongside that will be a kind of focus group episode of a new sh podcast that we are launching. I'm going to leave the information there. But this first episode is about an animated series called Over the Garden Wall. Uh, mm -hmm. And if you've seen that, if you're a fan, we're going to be putting out today our pilot episode for this new show uh, that we would like to hear your feedback on. If you're a tot, uh, this will be mm -hmm. accessible only through there so if 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 you've been on the fence about joining this is a great time to do it we're gonna be putting new stuff up there um what i forget guys anything that, that, you said, it comes out great. today today yeah today that's right thursday today, if you're hearing this, november 2nd mm -hmm. 2023 that's the day uh it will be up there so so yeah just today, a little tease it is today Yes, if you want to, if you want to, if you're like, hey, do podcast. What do you mean? What kind of show? What is it about? How does it work? Who hosts it? You can figure all that out for yourself for the low cost of five 
U.S. dollars or whatever equivalent <laughs> that is, wherever you live. Uh, it's Terry so Gross. Yeah. That's who hosts it. Glass. Gross. Yeah. Gamgadeshi's back. <laughs> we got all three. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much to our uh, supporters on Patreon, our Scott Kai Rizdahl. Uh, <laughs> Lakshmi what? Sang. Let's get into today's episode. Sylvia Pajoli. Okay, go ahead. It's it's uh, today we're talking about Jury Duty from season eight, episode thirteen. Uh, it aired on February second, uh, two thousand twelve, and it was written by Aaron Schur. No relation to Michael Schur, spelled differently. Nothing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just actually was gonna be like, it aired on this date, but 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 it didn't. Like, I, just, just doing I realized I didn't bit. write the year down, so I had to quickly go to the internet. Um, uh, Aaron Schur, uh, you know, like most of of uh, these rotating writers and directors, has worked on a bunch of stuff, but uh, was an executive producer on Everybody Loves Raymond, mm. uh, directed by Eric Appel, who has directed many, many episodes of uh, television comedies, but notably New Girl and Happy Endings. Oh, um, nice. nice. Two favorite shows of ours. Yeah. Um, Edwin, why would we talk about Jury Duty today? I'm so glad you asked. I, the reason we're talking about this is it came up in a recent episode. I don't remember which one. Uh, of As an example of an episode that we don't talk about all that much, <laughs> that never seems to get referenced. Yeah. Um, and... While in rewatching this episode, I would say the main plot of this episode, correct. We don't reference that very often in our normal weekly office conversations. <laughs> However, um, the the sort of B storyline with the visit to Angela and the senator and the baby in the hospital is something that we do reference from time to time, even just in quote form. Um, mm. So it was fun to tap into an episode that I maybe don't think about all that much as a yeah. singular individual episode. Yeah. Um but it was a. Uh, I really actually enjoyed this one a lot more than I thought. For one, that I I don't that doesn't stand out so much in my memory of the officer in season eight. You know, with season eight, there's so much that goes on in terms of the Florida arc and Andy becoming manager and all these things. Um, this episode, I really enjoyed uh, this rewatch experience. So I'm excited <laughs> to dig into it with you guys. Yeah, I think that was a maybe that was a Patreon question that we got to was like, you know, what, what like what do you think there are some things that you never talk about? Oh, and I it think was, yeah, that's yeah. It it was kind of hard to like come up with that right away, but then mm-hmm. you you were like, I really feel like we don't talk about jury duty. We've yet. ever referenced or talked about jury duty. Yeah, um, I feel like we've we've had jury jury duty stories, and we've been asked by our by our patrons to talk about the show jury duty which mm-hmm. right which in hindsight, i still haven't we watched we should have wrote oh bro <laughs> you should watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna it's watch great. it okay this is a good reminder people might think yeah. this is what we're talking about on this, this way. <laughs> oh jury duty nice they're finally doing that because we also got prompted to do that by many people i watched it perhaps one day i liked it um yeah, I really enjoyed this uh, rewatching this episode too. I feel like I I watched it a, a, a few times in preparation for this because the first time I turned it on, I just like it just like whooshed by me. I feel like so it, it was just like whoa. I, I don't think I really was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe I was just I got sucked into you know all the drama, but because uh, <laughs> there's quite a bit of it in this episode. Yeah, this episode. I'm here to talk about <laughs> suck it. 
This episode feels really different, because, or it feels kind of strange, because there's all this intrigue, but it doesn't feel like it's actually leading to much. I don't right. feel like, uh, well, I guess Correct. the main plot line of the story, or the storyline that inspires the title, is Jim going for jury, jury duty, getting dismissed early, and then essentially taking the rest of the week off. So taking yeah. four and a half days off, essentially, from, from work. Um, but it's funny, this storyline doesn't seem to have that much drama. I've never... we and, Dwight tends to uh, Dwight finds a way to poke holes in his story and gets Andy to say that he would fire him if it turned out Jim were lying. But it doesn't feel like it has the tension and the drama that maybe you would expect from a storyline like this or one that would inspire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, it's pretty low stakes if you like when you break it down. Right. I mean, nothing, you know, really happens like I mean, sure, maybe there's the threat of him getting fired, but we sort of know that that's not going to happen since Andy's the one helping him lie about it. And then you've got like and then it's like, oh, will everyone be mad at him? And it's like, no, I mean, you know, they're going to get over it. And which is kind of what happens in the end. Um, so, yeah, it does sort of feel I mean, rewatching this, I was definitely like, man, Dwight's behavior is out of control in this episode. Like he is just like standing up and like vocally, publicly calling for Jim's being fired like all day, essentially. Very, very and, season two Dwight here. Yeah. Yeah. Very aggressive. Um, Like and that the the the, the yearning to have Jim. Uh, fired like out of the office it's just it's like hasn't been a thing for Dwight in years in this show mm-hmm. like that's again that's why I'm like season two and season one where he's like wow firing Jim would be the greatest thing ever might vanquish my enemy I feel like by this point in the show in season eight it's just like they've been through a lot together I don't think he actually wants him fired which is ultimately where it ends up here but like right it is a little like felt felt a little forced uh yeah it was it was bit. odd to to like I had to remind myself like we're only a season and a half away from Dwight making Jim his bestest mensch. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here he is like screaming about be, like Jim being fired. He's grabbing all his things and violently throwing them in a box and then dumping that box back out. It's like mm-hmm. yikes. At the same time, we're only a season removed if you go the other way from Jim telling Pam that you married my greatest enemy. <laughs> so. True. There is like a little bit of it, it's like this particular you know, uh, Dwight telling Pam Dwight. Yeah. Sorry. What did I say? Jim telling Pam you married my greatest enemy. <laughs> yeah. Me. Dwight. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the viewing party. But. episode. Um, and Jim says, and Jim says, really? I guess I always thought we had a charming back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just kind of a weird storyline because it, it doesn't really feel like Andy's ever really going to fire him. There's all this weird intrigue about lying. They have to do this bad improv where they commit to terrible lie after terrible lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of strange. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it was, it's, it's a, it felt kind of flimsy as a premise, you know? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we get into the meat of it, should we talk about the cold open? Because this is a kind of a notable one. This yeah. this is this is Andy um, going down into the warehouse and, uh, you know, releasing a little tension by doing a full dance number to mm-hmm. uh, to Footloose, a la um, little uh, song Kevin Bacon from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a weird it's kind of a weird cold open because like in no world would any foreman or anyone and that would be like yes go ahead and we'll, we'll pause our whole work day so you can then set us back further by just 
spilling everything everywhere. Like yeah. Val, I don't think Val in any world Val's okay with this. Just wildly wasting materials. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna clean up, obviously, but it's like I don't think that just is. means you're just gonna throw it all away. You're just gonna yeah. you're just gonna cost the company the money of all those materials. He's gonna throw it all in the baler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny that it's funny you mentioned that line where he says, "Obviously, I'm gonna clean up." Okay. Yeah. It had the same kind of energy as Dwight saying, "Pam, I'm yeah. obviously gonna get all that stuff for you." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like Andy just needs to be in the the rebellious mood. He needs to mm-hmm. be in the I I gotta be down here and just. So he's almost in character when he's talking to Val. Like, can't promise what I'm going to do or not do. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and then we dance. Oh, how we dance! In this most recent major uh, Patreon mailbag episode, um, we discussed how you guys are both in Footloose in high school together. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Did this bring back? Did this bring Correct. back memories for you? Yeah, sure. You know, that Kenny Loggins yeah. hits. You know, you're. I'm, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm back in the wings, waiting to go mm-hmm. on stage. You know, did I say Although Messina? I wasn't in that scene. Did I say Messina? I wasn't in that scene. That scene. Messina. I, w- I played an adult in Footloose. Coach Roger Dunbar, who is the <laughs> high school coach of all the sports, and uh, he's he's a mean adult, and he doesn't want the kids to dance. So, which was, by the way. Awesome role to have in Footloose. You just get to hang out backstage, and then <laughs> you didn't have to learn any of the. Didn't dance, have to though. learn. I just come out every now and then and go, <laughs> and leave, bark like a dog, and leave. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I like this cold open. Like it's a bit of a, it's kind of just a one-off joke, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, let, let it Helms be silly. It's cute. I love the choice of boombox for the warehouse boombox. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, it felt like, very like mid 2000s yeah yes yes uh yeah the time when there's like there's like there's too many features on this little boombox it's <laughs> too, too much going on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh i do like the i like oh, i like the mayor stress like stress is the in his world is the uh are the the mean parents in the town um <laughs> sex also works this is this is Andy. It's got some pent up stuff going on. It does it does feel like this is a joke about him being single, but he's dating Jessica at this time. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of because it's pre Florida. Yeah. So I guess he's getting both, but just generally stressed out. Um, <laughs> just really stressed out. It's funny to like you know could they have would they have done this cold open with Michael Scott as manager? And it's like I feel like Michael Scott is more destructive. I don't think anyone would let him just... I don't think anyone's just clearing out and letting Michael have the warehouse for 20 minutes. This... I I, I thought about that, too. Like, this would have been great for Michael. I, I can just imagine him, like, <laughs> so seriously coming down those stairs and being like, Daryl, clear out. <laughs> they ne- sorry, they, sorry, Mike. They, yeah. they never would have given Michael the warehouse because he immediately would go to the Baylor. Like as soon oh, as yeah. everyone's out of eyesight, <laughs> he's just he's going straight to the thing. <laughs> Do you think there was a conversation between Andy and Val about how uh, they need to reset the relationship between the manager and the foreman after Daryl and Michael? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Yeah. I mean, because it in a way, too, didn't Andy sort of like hire Val and everybody yeah. in the warehouse? So like yeah. maybe. The, so I imagine that you know. 
you know, Michael never had that power over anyone in the warehouse. They're probably all hired by Ed Truck. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Andy might have that little leg up on on Michael. He could, he could have done it in the office. Didn't he? He didn't need to do <laughs> this in the warehouse. No, like Andy, Andy, Andy could get in, come in early before everyone, and have the whole office and do this. Well, the Kevin, ba- the original Kevin Bacon scene is a little more industrial. You know, I think that's. Oh, that's true. You know, do you think in- you're right. Andy is living out. Andy is living out when Ryan comes in early for that special project for Michael, which is the breakfast sandwich. Right. And then he says, "What was the special thing?" He's like, run around, take your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap in my car until work starts. <laughs> run around, take your pants off. Uh, hey, let's let's uh, let's jump back into season eight here. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a funny time. Pam is still out on maternity leave, um, and Jim comes back from jury duty. I don't know why it always makes me laugh when Andy does the <laughs> hand roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing a rap. I don't know why that stuff always makes me laugh. Yeah. The look on his face when he does the hand roll. He looks so pleased with himself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a little wrist grab. (laughs) Hand roll. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's Uh, just, he just, he just thought of that in the moment. Yeah. So happy. Right now, I need canned tuna. (laughs) Tuna wrap. (laughs) Hand roll. Yeah. And it's funny. I mean, to think like it's, it's, to have everyone in the office kind of come at Jim for all the different things they had to do to cover for him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, his, his move is to deflect, to make up a story. Um, it's funny. It doesn't feel like he would normally commit that hard to the bit. Yeah. I think he, I think, I guess what, what like happened was Jim just assumed no one would care and there was no slack that had to be picked up. But there is. Yeah. So, there is a line where Jim says, I did not realize that me being gone would be such a burden to everyone else. And I really struggled with that talking head because it's such an example of telling and not showing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are versions of this in the office and a couple other instances. The other one that stands out to me is when um, Pam's parents are having trouble and Jim goes to talk to Pam's dad and then they mm-hmm. get divorced. Um, and then Pam says, what could Jim have said to my dad to make him do this? Yeah. 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 And what, what point is he going to say it to me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that line, I mean, it's funny. This could you be have to problematic ex- for our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh this is like when Daryl says we can record these ahead of time. Oh, this person has really gotten themselves into a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> him or yeah. herself. <laughs> yeah. Him or herself. <laughs> I think there's a, uh, aspect of that, that like, Jim is sort of in permanent mode of like, no, no one takes this job seriously, right? Like, no one cares about this, really. Like, if I leave, right? I think he likes the idea of like, oh, he could just leave and everything would be okay. And I, I, it's almost like Jim doesn't want the added weight of like, hey, if you leave, it's kind of, kind of sucks. Like, I think he wants yeah. to be able to just come and go and have it be no big deal. <laughs> It 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 is funny too that like if he had just come up with a juicy story, all this would go away because everybody was basically like you know hey you owe us a me- a good story for for covering right. how for could you. it be boring so, you were there for five days you know us. it it my when I was on a jury it was for like a um, grand strangler 
it was for us like a sexual assault case and like that's not a fun story to tell so you could always just deflect that way just you know throwing it out there if you ever need to lie about jury duty you just say uh it was like a sexual assault case it was like pretty terrible actually and it's just like oh okay never mind don't want to hear about it that's what you told us about your jury duty yeah yeah so why couldn't you go to the recording that week <laughs> dude i mm. told you it's like dude you don't want to hear about it and got to the tv first that week man i had to sit through damn rizzoli and damn Miles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love that window into stanley's home life that it's just a race yeah. to the tv yeah him and his wife just, just gonna get there i had to stay till six my wife got to the tv first <laughs> awful <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, I did. I did like the. So I mean, I guess kind of the catalyst is uh, Jim telling Toby that. Uh, oh yeah, that was our f- the Toby jumping in. Not he's like when I was on J duty. Great strangler. Mm-hmm. Um, they all loved eating at Ernesto's, or they all would practice the strangulation on the empanadas from Ernesto's. And yeah. Jim said that's his favorite restaurant. I love the talking head from Dwight. Where he says, uh, "I spent some time in Los Angeles." Dwight or Jim tricked me into thinking I won a part on NCIS. A <laughs> As I was getting. As I was getting removed from the lot. <laughs> yeah, there's other, there's something else I'd like to see. Some of that, yeah, that's that footage. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, like, just the the order of words was Jim tricked me into thinking that <laughs> I'd want a walk on part yeah. of NCIS, but that's not important. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just sets off Dwight on his hunt for justice, um, which kind of leads to everything. Yes, yeah. yes. This is the the. Dwight with the the pig nose, he's caught the scent of a fib, and he mm-hmm. won't rest until justice is served. There's just one thing: you never said he was on a bike. Yeah, just <laughs> old school yeah. detective work from from Dwight here. Yeah, it is funny too how like the like Jim plays this where like like he's so, like so panicky in that moment, and like normally he'd just be like, Dwight, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through papers. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the the line about Andy being like, "Yeah, I'd fire him with Timbuk too." I think that was. It's like these these sometimes yeah. these the way that the drama is supposed to escalate in the storyline just doesn't really come together. The line, "Yeah, I'd, I'd fire him with Timbuk too," doesn't seem to be the serious promise that Andy makes it out to be later on when Jim comes clean to Andy about what's going on, and then they have to lie together, and Andy says right. they have to cover it up. Fire him. And, to, you're right. Yeah, I, like it. Yeah, like I feel like the way Michael would have handled that would he got would he would have been like very earnest and been like, mm-hmm. well, no, I wouldn't fire Jim because he wouldn't lie to me like that, mm-hmm. yeah. and it would just leave it there, and it would and and Jim would yeah. just be like, Ugh. yeah, versus yeah, it's uh, Andy's much more like, <laughs> of course, of course, I'll fire him. It's like, yeah, like the, Michael's it, emotional stakes would have been way higher, even though right. he probably would never fire Jim. He's just like Jim would never lie to me like that. But even if Andy's line, like even Andy's line is half of a joke, if it were something more concrete than like Dwight says, good enough for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And, like yeah. It, it, it wouldn't have, it, it wouldn't have been that out of place if Andy was like, yeah, just like a little more serious about it and was just yes. like, yeah, if oh, my God, if it, if he lied and took a whole week off to go about like lying about right. jury duty. Yeah, I'd fire him. Cut to Andy on a boat for three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is where the, this this storyline of this episode is kind of it's all held up in just Andy not 
Andy just getting involved, making it worse, and also being just as culpable at, yeah. as Jim at one point. Uh, this f- it feels like a storyline that might have been originally written for Michael. Because yeah. it feels like it would have been better with Michael and Jim trying to improvise a terrible lie together. Yeah. Um, like there is like something there because yep, Andy talks I took about, him every morning. I drove yeah. him there every morning. Because like, I lived that the little courthouse. tushy scurry up <laughs> <laughs> courthouse steps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of co-manager yeah. energy when Michael and Jim are. Yeah. Got each also. Yeah, everybody should have known the whole thing was a lie as soon as that was <laughs> like said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh but I I love this uh the empanada scene. Um especially because it's a, it's a great Nate scene. Uh and we only get that every now and then. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that he's like, you know, I'm going to translate <laughs> I'll be saying I for Ernesto. So he said he <laughs> he says blah blah blah. I will say I say blah blah blah. Um, anyway, he said something to the effect of he remembers Toby. <laughs> I this I remember Toby. <laughs> yeah, I I love this is so good. It's just Nate would be for the writers. Nate must have been so hard to write for because you're like, look, we only have 21 minutes here. And like every second's <laughs> precious. And anytime he opens his mouth, we are burning 15 to 20 seconds of this episode. <laughs> uh, I noticed this time too, they don't give you proper subtitles for this, but um, Dwight tells Nate to ask him if he remembers Jim. And Nate says, Conose el Jaime, which I think, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Spanish speakers, but. Uh, I think that translates to "Do you know the gym?" But I think that's correct. <laughs> the gym. I mean, am I, I think I, I just like that he changes gym to Jaime. Oh, El, Hi- <laughs> El Jaime. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Never mind. I'm thinking. Yeah, Kono say El Jaime. But yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Do you know the gym? <laughs> Do you go to the gym? <laughs> I, I am not a native speaker or anything like that. But I think would it be like Kanose? Oh well. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Do you know Jim? It would be yeah, Kino- yeah. yeah. I think it would be Kenose's ah, Jim. right? It'd be ah, yeah, Jim. yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the yeah. personal ah, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a, a Jaime. Yeah, Kenose yeah. Jaime. I, yeah, El. Yeah. I don't know. This is good. This is good content. All us, I, us not yeah, knowing great. Spanish on microphone. Well, it was good content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's like very. It. It's funny, but no, the part where Alex and I are trying to figure out the yeah. grammar, even though none of us. Yes. Yeah. I do like the idea, though, that Nate Nate's kind of linguistic shortcomings translate into any language where he yeah. just talks <laughs> in a very blocky, way too many words. Mm-hmm. He calls empanadas delicious meat pockets. Yeah. Delicious People meat come pockets. from all around to eat his delicious meat pockets. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, he remembers Toby, the most forgettable man in the known world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love I love Dwight freaking out at Toby too. Like when uh, when um, Jim comes out and he's like, Dwight's like, Jim, look who it is. And Toby's just like, it's the empanada guy. And Jim's like, oh, it's the empanada guy. <laughs> Dwight's just like, no, <laughs> Toby, damn it. God, yeah, it's, a, it's, the <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> it's funny. A couple of, a couple of random notes from this episode that they they go for the bleep swear like back to back. So they have this yeah. moment, and then they have Andy saying, "I'm not Rumble Stiltskin, Jim. I can't sp- keep spinning gold out of your shit." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then the other, the other it's random note from this fault, episode. 
okay, this is a weird one, but like they they talk about butts and poop so much in this episode. Yeah. Like Jim's hmm. bony butt. Watch that tushy walk up the stairs. Like, yeah. and then even at the end of this scene, I think uh, Dwight says this is a load of crap. Like, I, I don't know why it, it, yeah. it stood out to me in this episode, but it just seemed like a weird thing for this one particular episode. Yeah, I had to cover for you a little bony butt. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Damn it, Jim. Yeah, it's a lot of butt talk. Or no, and Daryl says, uh, "I got my ass chewed out for one hell, of your clients." I cover for your bony butt. Yeah, it's I don't know what it, 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 it maybe it's a weird thing for me to notice, but it's Boy, just I will hammer spank your rear. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we had that. <laughs> uh I wanna I wanna talk about the the other storyline, but maybe we should wrap up uh this this sure. jury duty yeah, uh, with with kind of once once it's revealed that yes, Jim Jim admits to everyone you know, yeah, I took the week off. And then he sort of to make up, of course, Andy doesn't fire him. But to make up for this, he he invites Pam and the kids in. <laughs> um, and we get the fake drawings that Pam did for everybody. That's so weird. That's just, <laughs> yeah, why, would, yeah. why would that be the solution? I I did like I did like when they when Phyllis says cookies and Pam says no, but that would have been really smart. Yeah, because as a viewer, you might have thought like, why did they just bring cookies or something? But it's funny right. to watch them acknowledge it in real time. It's um, fu- it's no, funny. That to- would have been good though. Yeah. yeah instead, <laughs> I spent time drawing like nine mm-hmm. portraits in the style of a two year old, which yeah. would not produce as good of pictures. There's cross hatching on this. It's uh, it's reminiscent of just a few episodes later, maybe even the very next episode when uh, Angela and Pam both get back from maternity leave. It's right. And, it's it's the next episode. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> Angela's like baked brownies, and Pam has to be like, "Well, we brought you all um cash." <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it, it yeah. Is, yeah. And I love to when uh, Pam comes back. Hey, Stanley. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey Kevin. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Middle, it's we'll a coach yeah. here. <laughs> but then, I mean, that, the, the, and then I also love when Andy's like, Cece, why don't you recreate this drawing or at least a similar style of drawing? And yeah. And Jim says, you're not going to be doing things on command. That's really weird. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. It, it is also funny where it's like, what it, what's going on with Andy here? Is he switching sides? Is he like, is he just mm-hmm. asking the wrong questions? I'm, I am a little confused by the way that he behaves when the kids get there. Yeah. But nice. then, I mean, I guess as the last sort of thing, the kids obviously melt down and they, they, they send Jim home and Daryl says, you know, I have a kid. It was no vacation. Um, yeah. Right. It, yeah. That's, it's funny how. Oh yeah, go ahead. That's that's just the that's where the show show and don't tell works a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> Jim yeah, comes exactly. out and it's just like they just watching everyone's face, the face they make when both kids start screaming like the shrillness and everyone's just kind of <laughs> like, oh god, like, mm-hmm. whew, that's rough. It's like yeah, that's oh, all you needed to do. Like it yeah. worked. It, they actually accidentally did a great thing there. And the episode where, or the episode, the moment or the scene where they leave and everybody's like, oh boy, you know, and they're, they're all kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, That's gone. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of when Jim gets frazzled and has to leave the room. And they're all like, oh, somebody's frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim loses his cool. <laughs> and you know how, to, how rarely I use that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody's a little frazzled. Yeah. Or like, Pam um, can get a little shrill. Oh, <laughs> oh honey. <laughs> Want to watch any bonbons? 
but uh yeah andy and andy's role in this story is it's just kind of weird like why he i, I mean Jim's good move here is confessing to Andy before he does to the whole office. Yes. Right. I think the right thing to do here is just to get in front of it and tell everyone I lied. Totally I lied and was not here. Yeah. You know, another stairwell conversation. Andy's like, no, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> just Andy's saying, no one's ever lied to me before. The second Jim's like, okay. <laughs> like, the craziest very, thing Andy says in this entire very, show. A very Jim Michael sort of moment. I feel yeah, terrible because okay. lied to. No yeah. one's ever lied to me before. It's like spent two seasons with Angela. Um, <laughs> yeah. All this time with Michael. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's what's going through Jim's head at that yeah. moment. Just, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then they have a Connecticut cover up, which. Uh, Andy just makes worse so much worse. I, I just love Andy's thought process on the like, uh, and I know because I I drove him. Like that's that's sort of the smoking gun that unravels this whole thing. <laughs> you and drove I, him because yeah, then yeah. And, and Dwight's like, "Wait, you live by the courthouse," <laughs> which Andy just throws in there. <laughs> so you drove away and back, and he's like, 30, 30 minutes out, thirty minutes back, easy hour." Like like that's like like that's just. Oh, that's an acceptable answer. It's funny how he just says a ridiculous thing and then just and then like buttons it up with yes. uh, smashes like the that. double yeah. down. Like, yep, mm-hmm. that's what we did. Six hours on the road wouldn't have spent any other way. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm lying, out, thirty minutes. I hope to die. Yeah, easy hour. I hope mm-hmm. I die. Uh, you know, uh, just to go back to that scene where they they like just go home, Jim. It's okay. Um, it reminds me a lot of that scene where Jim takes Stanley and Phyllis out to lunch. Um, and you know, Phyllis asks how much wine they have. And Stanley says the surf and turf comes with not enough lobster. Like they say, it's okay. We love you guys. We'll cover for you. Um, it kind of echoes that or kind of, uh, sets the stage for that. It, it's funny. Like, I, like you kind of expected that to happen anyway. Right, you didn't expect Andy to be fired or Jim to be fired. Um, yeah, it's funny how, yeah, the drama in this storyline just it it struggles to come together a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think the only like I think the like the threat of him being fired, you're just like, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, I think the only thing that's like, you know, real is everyone's opinion of Jim or something like that. But you know, yeah, yeah, e- even wonder, that is. I almost wonder if a better. Like if, if if the writers could do this one again, where it's like Dwight should hold something over Jim's head or like a favor or something that he's he can make Jim do later, rather than like I want to get you fired. It's like now that I know this, or like you have to do something for me, and that Jim really doesn't want to do. Honestly, I was gonna say Toby is underutilized here because Toby is in love with Pam. And his claim to f- his only thing that is interesting to talk yeah. about is jury duty. So You're he right. would be right. pissed that Jim uh, is, you know, encroaching, uh, like did his thing. And we've seen uh, <laughs> Dwight and Toby team up to get someone in trouble before with Daryl. And uh, yeah, we could have had a part two. Toby loves a good mystery. That's true. Mm-hmm. I have th- I have kind of a theory or an idea about why this storyline is this way. But I want to wait till we talk about the next storyline. Okay. First. Well, then, yeah. then we should, uh, then we should. Uh, that's a good segue into the uh, Angela having her baby uh, storyline. Um, what do you say we? Uh, what do you say we take ourselves a little break? Oh, 
What say we do? <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, we are just moving on to the sort of B storyline of Jury Duty. Uh, Angela Martin is having her a baby sto- fill up. A B story that feels like an A. Should have been. Should could have been the A. Hmm. Um, I mean, but- it's a B storyline because of the baby, and it's it's Angela <laughs> Lipton now. That's right. That's right. Um. I mean, this, yeah, this is a very impactful moment. I mean, this, this is the storyline where we learn that, um, you know, that uh, baby Philip, which I, I kind of Little forget Kevin. about too, that both of the kids are named Philip, uh, mm-hmm. the Beasley baby and Angela's. Um, but uh, yeah, this is where we learn that Dwight could be the father of Angela's baby. There's also, I love too that there's all the intrigue that Oscar discovers of, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, you know, they're lying about when the baby was conceived. I love that part where he's like, they're lying about when the, when the baby was conceived. It's very interesting. <laughs> and her husband's gay. I don't, I don't know, know what thread to follow. follow. Yeah. It's, I think it's the best talk it had in the episode. Very. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Long Island iced tea, Oscar. You know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also um, love the. Oh my the, god, Andy, don't call her. Oh my god, no, don't call her. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like like all with Oscar. Yeah, Oscar, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah, that was real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why uh, does this yeah. always happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it starts with uh, Aaron. She says Angela had the baby, and they all kind of react. Um, they all have to go. You know, they don't all go. Uh, Phyllis just kind of mumbles something. Jim has to catch up on work. And then Oscar says that accounting has to go because accounting is this little family. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. What is it? I'm the dad. Oscar's my dad. And Angela's my mom or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Aaron and Gabe tag along as well. And they go to see. Uh, and this is the thing that we reference a lot where it, Oscar says, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a premature baby before. Um, but it's going to be really tiny, so don't say anything offensive. Right. <laughs> got it, bimbo? Yeah. Got it, bimbo. Got it, yeah. bimbo. Or yes. got that, bimbo? Yeah, got it, bimbo. Because it's supposed I to be, what, like two months? They're thinking this is a... One month. Seven months. Oh, eight. Okay, okay. Yeah. One month early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's like, did, did I get... Uh, did I win the... Uh, the pool. The pool. And she says, you got the right month, wrong year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they could have corrected him. <laughs> that's you know that's funny. Like I mentioned, you know, we mentioned mentioned our like maybe critiques of the A storyline, but there are a lot of little moments in this episode that really made me laugh. Like, yeah, that's why I would say that broadly speaking, I enjoyed rewatching it. Um, yeah, yeah, they're just like, and it's true of, of season eight and season nine. Sometimes even if the storylines um, aren't maybe what we want them to be every single turn, um, there are usually like little things that are still very funny in their own unique sort of signature way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show up, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> Oscar, wow, it's so healthy. Um, it's a yeah. normal-sized baby. Uh, Kevin calling it like it is at all times. Yeah. He's so fat. At, like, <laughs> which, <laughs> Kevin, that's within the rules that Oscar laid out. <laughs> yeah. Totally fine to yep. say. Totally Totally I mean, fine. it's a precursor. When he gets to hold him later on, he goes, oh, what a chubbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, He's going to call him little Kevin. I, yeah. uh, what a great exchange in this uh, was the, well, if it, um, they get him the preemie. She's like, oh, preemie pajamas. <laughs> and they're like, it's, I can return it. And 
No, I think he came early just so he could wear these. Uh, and and just Senator Lipton, well, if it's anything like that gorgeous wrapping paper, you hit it out of the park. Uh, just yeah. a little look. Oscar goes nope. to the camera. It's awesome. I love it. These those uh those those Senator Lipton moments are pretty funny. Like when uh he's like, "That's my cue to exit." Yeah, yeah. Says, no, no, no. I can wear the cover. He's no, no, nope, no. nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, and then like Dwight draws the huge like shower curtain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's 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 a it's a just very funny dynamic going on in that room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also like that everybody can just barge into this room without yeah, Angela's yeah. permission. She explicitly mm-hmm. is like, "I don't want uh, like <laughs> it's cameras, like, yeah. camera crew, mm-hmm. I know coworkers." <laughs> Just trying to have a little guy. more control yeah. <laughs> gabe too we didn't mention gabe's one thing in this episode is he loves maternity wards mm-hmm. yeah he's doing creepy gabe stuff and he just yeah. kind of disappears for the rest of the episode like dwight is trying to get a hold of him it makes get me Jim fired and like i'm guessing he's That's just right. still sneaking around the maternity ward being a creep yeah it makes me think there's a deleted scene that we don't get to see here yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed something we'll weird have to happened. do this episode again when it when the super fan there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, th- that's true. Dwight comes and then Dwight shows up. Jury, and Oscar reveals. Duty. <laughs> um, the double jeopardy. What is we're fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dwight comes to find Gabe, and then Oscar. In I guess we can call him Long Island Ice Tea mode. Uh, I said I wouldn't tell. Then don't. Yeah, yeah. Angela had the baby nine months ago, and like, uh, like I love because Dwight walks around the corner and Oscar. Like leans, he does the where he's sitting down and he leans. Dwight, like he's he's like I need to I need to gossip with somebody, and he like yeah. he basically gets Dwight to come back, sit down. Why <sighs> I, I wouldn't tell anyone. There are, <laughs> it's yeah. Go ahead. It's pretty wild that he does that. I mean, first of all, like Angela explains that they don't want to tell people because they don't want people to know that they had the baby out of wedlock, which is yeah. You know, not like the worst excuse in the world. And for him to take that and immediately jump to that might be Dwight's kid. And I'm going to tell him. (laughs) Well, he doesn't imply that it's Dwight's kid. What's that? I don't know why. I mean, it. he doesn't say that he thinks it's Dwight's kid, does he? Why? Why is he? What? I feel like he just wants to give Dwight that information. Not that he would know. But. Sorry, I've, you guys are saying that you think he tells Dwight just for no. No, I I think he tells Dwight because he's like, I know about you guys, and I think it's I think Dwight, you right. should know this. He's not saying it's your kid. He's just like, yeah, you should know. Yeah. Angela's not being truthful, and it might affect you. Maybe not, but I, I I'm I'm agreeing with you, Sean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Edwin's not. He's Edwin. You're saying that he. You don't think that this is. I look. I could be totally wrong. Maybe everyone would not. I mean, that was just the way that I viewed the scene. It was just felt more like Oscar wanted to gossip than it was more like Oscar's. Like, oh, now I'm going to tell the secret to Dwight. Yeah. I. I okay. All right. I think I do believe because this... he leans back and he says, "Oh, I said I wouldn't tell." Like, if he really wanted to tell, then why wouldn't he just go ahead and say it? Like. Right, I I do think that Oscar suspects that it would it could be Dwight's son, and that's why he's telling yeah, him. That's kind of what I thought, and I think it's okay. like 
Otherwise, I think he's sort of like, otherwise Dwight never might know this. And it's, that's where I got of Oscar being like, right. I promised I wouldn't tell is like, Dwight is the one person who should actually know this. Mm, yeah. Just in case. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't he like. He also does I, like the, yeah. how long before a month you didn't hear it from me. Like that could also mm-hmm. just be, he doesn't want to be the gossip, but I also feel like he's like, oh, Dwight's, I know exactly what Dwight is about to do with his information and I don't want this to come back to me. Gotcha. I, I, yeah, like I don't, I don't yeah. like, <laughs> I don't think you're you're wrong. This isn't like a big disagreement or anything. I just yeah. watched, I just viewed it differently. I thought it was more like Oscar being a gossip, but yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. I, I just read it wrong. But yeah, I, I, my, my read on it is like that. Uh, yeah, Oscar knows about Dwight and Angela. Everyone does, and and, uh, and therefore is is you know suspects that what you know that what Angela is lying about is that you know she had sex with Dwight a month before their wedding and yeah and this could be his son but anyways um you don't know what you're saying <laughs> uh where Dwight Oscar is really funny in this episode I mean like we yeah. you, we mentioned the talking head but then also like um you know, the Angela says there's too much wine in my chicken piccata. He's chicken marsala. marsala. <laughs> right. It's it's like that's a like these are little like uh, things from this version of Oscar that we don't get to see earlier on. Um, it's very reminiscent of a scene. I feel like we're do- I'm doing this a lot where I'm bringing up these sort of echoes or mm-hmm. sort of rhymes. But um, there's a later on where somebody says bravo and Oscar says brava. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, or it reminds me a little bit of a uh, saddle shoes with denim. I will call child protective services. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I guess Oscar, when he's not in the office, is always much funnier. He gets mm-hmm. a lot, a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sort of the last third of of the office, the show. Once the senator's in and and Angela's the kid, like I, I just, Oscar has a lot more to do. Yeah, uh, he's much more involved and he's much funnier as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is this Blake? Never heard about the senator and Blake. Yeah. Um, okay. This might be a good moment, well, to say that where, where uh, my thoughts about the early storyline and this one and how they come together. Yeah, yeah. It's So, I mean, the big thing that comes out of this episode is not Jim almost getting fired, which doesn't really seem like it's ever in danger of happening. But it's Dwight finding out about Philip and saying, remember, you said you said that Robert wasn't filling you and I told you I could fulfill you. And you said, I'd like to see you try. And then I kissed you with the force of a thousand waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. Um, that. It feels like they wrote this episode backwards. It feels like they went into this episode thinking like we need to get the baby reveal for Dwight. And it's like, how does it link back? So it's like, all right, Dwight has this thing. And what happens? Dwight is suddenly not concerned about anything that goes on in the office. What could he have been concerned about? Something where Jim maybe was going to get fired. And that seems really small. Hmm. And then like they tie it into the kid thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, it seems like the inciting incident is almost at the end of the episode instead of at the beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, I, yeah, these storylines seem to almost work like they work backwards better than they work forwards in terms of uh-huh. sequential order, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, not to, yeah, also just the fact that like they've, they've, uh, you know, we didn't see this scene that happened <laughs> that, that Dwight's describing, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't see this, like, you know, so they're just, they, they kind of retro, what is it called again? Retro, retcon. retcon. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. It's it's like um, you've heard uh, Trey Parker, uh, yeah. South Park, right? Yeah. You've heard this this thing where he talks about writing, where 
when you're like when he's writing stories, you can't say this happens and this happens. It's you have to. It's your writing is supposed to be this happens, therefore something else happens, and that's what right. like, creates the like that chain. Right. And it works. It almost works backwards, where Dwight finds out that he might be the father of Angela's baby. Therefore, he's not so worried about what happened at the office with Jim and his kids. Like right. therefore, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. was caused by Jim and Andy telling some stupid, ridiculous lie. About yeah, you're right. The courthouse. Yeah, it seems to work better backwards than it does forwards. Yeah, right. That's a good point. It, yeah, it, and it goes down to the very last line of this entire episode. To mm-hmm. Like, is the bow yeah, on top? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I get it. Kids drive us dads crazy. Sometimes I feel like they're raising us. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Which he knows. He's already raised kids. Dwight's already raised several kids. That's all the right. oldest true all, siblings. All his older siblings. That's right. Lately, I've been realizing a gaping hole in my life. Some nights I wake up cradling a gourd. Uh, I love. I mean, is there anything better than just just a cocksure Dwight? Just the bit the walk out of the hospital, <laughs> nurse. Like, <laughs> like uh, baby Philip. That- Cancel the circumcision, like as he Why? walks away. Who are you? <laughs> I might be the father. I just might be his father. I don't know I what, don't that, know what means. that means. <laughs> <laughs> We're still gonna circumcise him. <laughs> just love my favorite kind of Dwight. Just yeah. all the air beneath his wings he's ever dreamed of. This is uh, a, and then smoking the cigar in the Dwight. office. Mm-hmm. Um, Comes into the office smoking a cigar. Andy says, Dwight, what the hell are you doing? And he puts it out in Jim's coffee cup. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely like echoes, just direct echo to Michael lighting up a cigar after Jim and Dwight's or Jim oh, and yeah. Pam's baby in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Can't smoke it's a baby, she. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any other last notes? Just, I mean, it's just little things like Aaron. Aaron is very funny in this episode. They're going to make you get your. Great it's lines. not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to cut your fingernails first. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like I got little Kevin Call of Duty. Just like these little funny one-off things. We learned Andy yeah. has a cat at home in this episode. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, licking my yeah. finger just like my cat does. Yeah. Oh, Creed, okay. let, yeah. me ha- let me have a turn. Yeah. <laughs> just like going, going, going in with his finger. Yeah. It's like, nope. Not, not Creed's finger. Uh yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, like I said, I watched this I think three times through, and and every time I just kind of would let it roll into. I was, I was kind of enjoying being back in season eight. I think, uh, I, I, I've been just kind of letting Whoa. it ride. I don't know. I don't know. People can uh, change. I, you know, sure. I'll. I, my takeaway impression: cold, cold like, heart. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think season eight grows on me over time. As as I said, I'll I'll say though, just you know, this episode, not 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 a great one <laughs> for me. Like rewatching it, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe there's a reason this one hasn't come up. It's just not. There's again, yeah. like you're right, Edwin. There's there's great moments, but overall, and roll. not yeah. a strong, yeah. <laughs> not a strong episode. It's yeah. tr- that is, you know, it is true. That's kind of like how I feel about seasons eight and nine in general. But like yesterday was a, it, the weather was just disgusting in Portland. It was the day after Halloween. I didn't have a ton to do in the evening. And it was just like uh, watching this. It, it, 
it was it was easy. It was nice. I even like I even kind of wanted to put off watching Jury Duty <laughs> until this morning. Yeah. Uh, and and then I was like, but I couldn't come up with anything else to watch. And then I was like, well, I'll just I'll just, you know, get to work then and, and watch Jury Duty. And I just like found myself watching The Office. And that was what was sort of nice about it. So, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's not really like a an episode that I think, you know, we don't mention it that often, probably for good reason then. But um, but uh, it, it was nice to focus on one of these episodes that is a little bit like, you know, more hidden. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of feels a little l- less important. And yeah. It's funny because plot wise, it is kind of important. And it's true. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. Absolutely. know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. even that storyline is not the main one in this episode, and it, I'd right. say, Free yeah. Family Portrait Studio is probably carries more weight than this oh, one. When definitely, you, when you yeah. think about like Dwight and right. Dwight figuring out who the parent is. Well, because it's like it, 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 it is important plot right, plot wise, but like like Edwin was saying, it's all kind of like the whole thing is just a setup for the reveal, and and right. if and once you realize that, it it does you know, it's like well yeah, you know. It's it's kind of a bit of fluff, really. Bit of fluff, but bit of fluff. But good, good, fl- good, good fluff. Good moments. We didn't even. Sure. I didn't mention the. I I love the Andy giving Dwight a chill pill. Down oh the hatch. yes. Okay, I'm so down. glad you mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> down the hatch. That was so funny. Like, yeah. the way he makes Dwight sit down. I really don't want to take the pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he mimes it out perfectly. I love, the pill, yeah. the, <laughs> crushes the cup and throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> I but want to start doing that in real life more. That like, Jim I, did lie about jury duty. <laughs> One thing I do love about that is that it's like this little bit of authority that Andy has over Dwight. Yeah. Because it doesn't really come up much except for Andy saying, Dwight, my enforcer, my number two. Are you kidding me? You're the deuce I never want to drop. Like, other than that, more it still kind of feels a lot of the time, like when they're in the bullpen, that Andy, Jim, and Dwight are kind of equals. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, I mean, they are in terms of the story and the characters and the ensemble and everything. But you know, it's nice to see Andy like have that l- one little level of a uh, mm-hmm. managerial authority. We could make Dwight do something stupid like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really uh, don't want to take the pill. <laughs> shout out Good to Ernesto. Me. Uh, you know, a, that's a that's a micro character. We I don't think we've ever talked about on the show. Yeah, you want to dedicate a full episode to Ernesto? <laughs> Phyllis, you know, again, we're getting, you get weird Phyllis at the end. You start getting, you know, do you have any American Mexican food? Phyllis, you know, oh, yeah. last few seasons starts to get a little, yeah, like little, <laughs> so I'm I like, you is were she cool, getting, Phyllis. yeah, is Phyllis into QAnon, you know, like today? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, how far does this go with Phyllis? It's kind of Karen energy. Yeah, she she, Not she, she has the same. She makes the comment about Jamaican food, and she makes this comment to Ernesto, and you're like, Phyllis, you kind of kind of suck mm-hmm. now. What's <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob well, W? <laughs> uh, any any last thoughts about Jury Duty? Yeah, again, Creed, another secret from Creed here. Uh, when Jim buys all the empanadas, you got to try these guys. Usually, I'm a burrito guy, but if you won't tell, I won't. Wink, wink. Yeah, that that that, I I noticed that too. I was like, this this seems like this is such a stupid Creed line. It doesn't even make. (laughs) But at the same time, didn't he? Wasn't he really impressed by the delightful chimichanga from Oscar's Return Party? Draw me Mm, a map. Draw me a map, Mama. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the chimichanga is a fried burrito. So maybe, yeah, 
Uh, there you have it, jury duty. Um, guys, let's meet up in the conference room and look at some of our costume contest submissions. All right, you know what? That's it. Conference room, five minutes. As we go into this the this segment where we reveal the we go through the w- entrance and winners of our costume contest, yeah. um, a, a segment that we'll now start titling "Sweet Stoom, Dude." <laughs> uh, I can finally tell you why I was laughing at the beginning of this episode. An annual segment, yeah, go ahead. Because in my head, I I said I, I was going to say we're going to call it "Sweet Stoom, Bro," and I thought that's not right. So I wanted to Google it and make sure we got it right because I was I think I was confusing it with Clutch Cream Run, bro. Right, yes, right. But indeed. if you look up, but if I look up Sweet Stoom Dude, the first thing that pops up is a picture of Andy dressed as the kitten. Oh, like as a preview <laughs> of a video. So you were doing the housekeeping, and I looked it up just to look, and it's just this grainy photo of Andy as the kitten. And it really, really, it really, really made me laugh. That's why I didn't want to. We're looking for kitten. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to stop and tell you what I was looking at or what you. made me laugh so much early on you. in the episode. But just Google Sweet Stoom Dude. In awesome. your free time, at your leisure, and see awesome. what, see that photo. Yeah, a grainy still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, fellas, I I have compiled our submissions. Yes. Uh, which, if, if you know, uh, people were supposed to email us with the subject line costume contest. Um, we did have some some great <sighs> submissions here. Um, so if you can you can you see that? Can you see that document? Both of you. I'm in it, dude. Yeah. I'm in it. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's start with uh, thank you to Kelly O, who, mm-hmm. uh, although she's not doing uh, an office costume this year, has done one many years in the past. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Michael with the injured fo- with the bubble wrapped foot. Uh, we have Creed covered in blood. We have three hole punch Dave. That's kind of a combo. Actually. <laughs> and as the cut and tie. the cut tie, it's just and the cut every tie. iteration. Wow. Oh, of yeah, Jim. you're right. Yeah. And she's, she's doing, doing a cut tie guy. Yeah, it's it's just a gym mashup. Yeah, and then finally, uh, kind of Dwight's take on the Scranton Strangler with the uh, with the mask. Yeah, Um, and kind of repurposing some Recyclops themes feels like there. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I almost went as Recyclops this year. Uh, Next, we have uh, Brian. I do believe this is Brian's um, kid wearing a pumpkin (laughs) on his head. Yeah. (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> now job. next next we had drew who i uh, this is just a picture of mike tibbetts <laughs> I'm and drew, it's drew now and and yeah. the the body of the email just said here i am so <laughs> i i, I don't like think <laughs> i i did enjoy this email but i don't think uh this counts I don't, I don't see what's so wrong with we it. He has the broad face. The roof off. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. He has the broad face of a brewer. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, yeah, not not the criteria for this contest. Uh, okay, that next was the we drop have... I was going for. I just accidentally clicked the other one, so <laughs> I blew that one. Uh, next, we have Kim as uh, Dwight in the pumpkin head. Now, this it's like a is paper mache. This is a paper mache, yeah. uh, homemade pumpkin head. Um, I, and, cra- uh, and the a, dedication to the craft is high there. And also, th- this this uh, out this Dwight outfit is very good. This shirt and tie, I'd say, are, are very <laughs> it's very very Dwight. very well put together. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Um, I I was a bit <laughs> disturbed by our next submission from Jamie. Uh, again, this doesn't count. Uh, this is this is a picture of a dog laying down 
And then they have written the F word uh, in like MS paint, like after right. the fact. So you, first of all, you didn't even spray paint your dog uh, so that they would be in costume. So this does it's, not count. It's, really funny, uh, it's 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 very funny. It's kind it's, of disturbing, but uh, anyway. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that no dogs were harmed in the making of this. Photo yes. Of yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, next, we have Haley, who again, we oh, wow. this is another Dwight in the pumpkin head, that's but really good. This really is a good. very. This might be a store bought pumpkin head. I can't tell. It looks like a Dobo. It looks like a fake pumpkin, but very very good. Uh, next, we have Maddie, who is a knight of the <laughs> night. Knight of the night with the T-shirt. With the T-shirt, with the beanie. Uh, very, wow. very good. And the and the uh, metal. Yeah, the metal and, and the, the long sleeve, the Under Armour. <laughs> Underneath. Under Armour, that's a really yeah. key detail that's that I, true. I appreciate. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. And the glasses, I wonder. I'm not sure if those are her glasses, They're, but they are yeah. very Dwight-esque. So. I'm going to yeah. say that whole costume is... okay next we have uh gabriel who um sent us so this is a mom and dad as jim and pam and then uh, actually you can't really tell in this photo but uh the kid is dwight yeah Uh, baby uh, dwight you can tell by the shirt sleeves yeah yeah for sure they they sent other pictures really good baby uh of what color mustard is your shirt today Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would say that's uh french's yeah (laughs) french's yellow Uh, mustard I love this next one from Anne. Uh, (laughs) There's a couple things going on here, too, because we've got uh, they are both dressed as pyramid store uh, workers. And they've got so uh, sorry, the saber store uh, workers with the pyramid uh, chest harness. (laughs) And uh, and they've even got she's got a slice of pizza. And then in the background, there's a Florida Gators like um, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. banner. So I, I don't know if that's always there, but uh, I think they're just it might in Florida just be for the picture. Yeah, yeah. go Gators. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a couple more here, guys. Mead, this is a good one. This is the DVD <laughs> uh, save wow. screen, uh, and it looks like it's installed with a little light that changes color. Uh, so that's very cool. Wow. And. Um, and then uh, finally, we have uh, Taylor's submission. Um, we've got Pam and Jim. Pam as the kitten, and Jim as Three Hole Punch Jim. That's nice. That that's the, the that's really costumes. good. And I gotta yeah. say, I don't know if I don't know if Taylor's the I don't know which one is Taylor, but that Pam costume it's is nailed. Re- she really looks like Pam in that picture I thought yeah. I thought this three hole punch gym was like friend Jenna Fisher at a bar <laughs> and Halloween yeah. and rest like, in character <laughs> yeah uh that's really good that's really um good. amazing yeah so uh so guys there you have it um now uh the winner of this costume contest will receive a prize. Uh, however, it is a surprise, um, and it is better than ice cream sandwiches or a ride in a uh, mine elevator. Um, but uh, but it's something that uh, will be revealed. We, we will reach out to the winner mm-hmm. and um, and reveal the prize uh, to them, and then you'll you'll hear about it next episode. It sounds a little shady. It sounds a little foggy. <laughs> <laughs> a couple things maybe uh for the people that uh, that said that we couldn't email edwin i don't know can we put can we do an instagram post of all of our of our submissions or the ones we want to share 
Uh, I will allow it. Okay, Edwin's <laughs> going to allow that. And, uh, okay. and again, this is a... When we announce the winner, we will, there is another surprise announcement alongside that. They will go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. we're, we're not trying to uh, just drag you along here. This is, this is real, okay. folks. Okay. Everyone stay calm. Um, <laughs> a lot of things are happening in this time. It's a very exciting time in MSPC history. Yeah. Uh, this, this new program being launched on Patreon around Over the Garden Wall. This new announcement we have coming um, as Big. a surprise for the prize winner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stay fucking calm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fellas, do we want to pick this? Uh, do you feel comfortable picking the, the winner on the air? Do you know who you would well, uh, Maybe select? should we do it on the air? Should we Perhaps come back? we should. We'll come. We'll, what's that? Yeah, yeah. Let's. We'll come right back. We're going to. Uh, deliberate. Mm-hmm. What does a bean mean? <laughs> um, and and we'll announce the winner. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We there has been much deliberation, um, and uh, and uh, you know, actually, we 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 uh, I think we each had different uh, you know picks at first, but we've discussed it and we've decided on a winner. But before I announce the winner. I want to say that it it uh, we we figured uh, that everyone is going to get a, 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 a what is it a consolation prize? Yeah, they'll get a pri- they'll get they'll get something for entering the contest. So everyone Every- will get something, and then the winner will get yes. uh, an additional prize. Yeah, you're all winners uh, in our mind, and uh, and uh, and that'll all be announced next week. But uh, but for now, we did come up with a winner who will get a a, a, a special prize, and that person is drumroll, please. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Drum roll! <laughs> Haley! <laughs> Haley's... Haley's Dwight uh, in a pumpkin head is is extremely detailed and is just we we all agreed if you saw this uh, across the room at a Halloween party you would our jaws would drop it's just spectacular so there you or go just, or walking on the street with a briefcase yeah <laughs> or through a parking, parking lot, lot. I, yeah. I will say like I mean it was it was really difficult for us to choose a winner because they're like all these costumes were great in their own ways I mean some were really like. Um, really creative and others like had a lot of details. And I mean, I love when you have groups or families and stuff that come together. So um, I was really uh, very like happy and impressed with everybody who submitted a costume contest. Yeah. This year. So yeah. And, you. and, and we weren't going to give a consolation prize to everybody, but we, we decided that while yeah, discussing while we were this, because we were just so yeah. delighted by all the submissions. So, so seriously, uh, uh, you all impressed us uh, very much. And uh, un- unless you didn't send a picture of anyone in a costume, I'll just say that some of these submissions. Yeah, yeah that's talked yes, about. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, um, th- that's uh, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to call us and, uh, you know, um, correct our Spanish grammar. Uh, call us at 503-694-9314. Uh, you can also email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Uh, become a Scott's Top for five bucks a month. Uh, you get the bonus a- a mailbag episode every month and ad-free main feed episodes, as well as the new Over the Garden Wall podcast and many, many others. Um 
we a portion of those funds do get donated to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So very special thanks to our to our Scots Tots for supporting our show. We love you very much. Uh, Kayla and Brianna, thank you so much for running our Discord. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Ryan Lloyd, who designs our artwork. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA, and Zurich, Switzerland. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for sending in your costumes. Um, just uh, We appreciate everyone that listens, interacts, uh, responds to our show and what we're doing. It, it really gives us energy to keep doing the show. We, we love doing it, and it's just amazing that we've been able to kind of build this community and interact with everyone on Discord, on Patreon, on email, on social, whatever. Um, it's just incredible. So thank you for everything. Um, we truly appreciate it. And uh, Take care. Stay safe. See you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the salad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.